Welcome back to the Decades of Strength podcast. On today's episode, Sam, Nicole, and I talk all about self-care. What is it? How can it benefit you? And what are some really good options for self-care in your life? We talk about the things that we're each individually doing. We all do different forms of self-care. And hopefully you'll get some good ideas for what you can add into your life. Hi, girls. Hi. How's everybody doing? Good. How are you guys? Glad to hear it. Glad to hear it. So let's dive right in here today. We are going to be talking about something I hear a lot about. It's actually not a word I use myself a ton, though I feel like I apply the principles. We're going to be talking about self-care today. So Sam, let's start with you. What does that mean to you? Um, I think self-care, honestly, is just like taking time to do whatever makes you feel best in whatever like that set of circumstances is. So like getting rid of the word should, like, oh, I should go, whatever, and be like, no, I actually just want to do, and then fill in the blank. Um, so not shooting all over yourself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's important. Yes. That's important. How about you, Nicole? What does self-care mean to you? Um, for me, it, I kind of like split it up in two ways. Like one is like things that like make me happy, but necessarily might not be like totally good for me and then the other side is things that I should be doing that are good for me but sometimes like I have to push myself more to do them oh that's really interesting how you just categorize yeah okay that's super interesting so tell me some of the okay actually we're going to come back to that I'm going to put that here we're going to come back to that that's really interesting to me um do you guys feel like women in particular struggle to make the time to not not to to prioritize self-care for themselves yes yeah Yeah. Why do you, why do you think that is? I totally agree. I think we're really good at taking care of everybody else, but taking care of ourselves. Why do you think that's such an issue? What do you think, Nicole? Well, I think from, I think it's true for all women, but just because I'm like a mom of young children in the thick of it, I feel like I should always be giving for my kids and, uh, you know, taking time for myself can feel selfish and mm. I'm also, and it's different. It might be different for me because of the way I grew up. Like I didn't have a mom who was like very selfless, you know, she was very selfish and, and oh. not to, not to like bring up a whole bag of crap. Cause that's like a whole <laughs> podcast on my own. Um, but I, she was selfish. And so I always, that's always in the back of my head that I never want to come off to my kids, like how she came off to me. And so I feel like I have that extra burden of not just that like mom guilt that every mom has, but then yeah. on top of that, that I never want to be seen that way. Like I can't, you know, burden myself with things that my kids need or take time for myself because I, I would feel guilty that I was being too selfish. So it just comes back to guilt and feeling selfish. Yeah. For me. Yeah. yeah. What, what about you, Sam? Um, well, I mean, I don't have kids, so it's hard to say, but yeah, I you lucky bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I am my own child. Are you kidding? Like, <laughs> I have to take care of this. <laughs> no, but, um, no, I think, I think, I mean, it's just like inherent in our DNA, right? Like as females to always be the ones like 
bearing the weight of whatever um whether it be in like a relationship or as a daughter or as a mother I can imagine um and I think that's just like that just like goes back like you know biologically and may and maybe even just like ancestrally like we were always conditioned to be like oh well you have to go home and do all these things you know and so that's just like it's still it's we're definitely moving more away from that but Mm -hmm. I think that that's been you know it's only very recent that women have like stepped out and practiced self-care or stepped out and become entrepreneurs or you know like this whole empowering movement like no actually I am gonna go get a massage husband and like storms off and goes and gets a massage (laughs) you know like um just I think yeah, making I, making your like presence be like just as important, you know. I think as females, we are supremely good at being caregivers. Mm-hmm. I think turning that into ourselves. I think Nicole hit the nail on the head there with the idea that it feels really selfish. Yeah. Um, and I think you're right, though, Sam. I think that that as women, we do we are getting better and better at doing it. I think there's so much talk about it like that. I don't think I'd ever even heard the term self-care until, I don't know, sometime in the past few years, right? Is that a thing that you guys were aware of before a few years ago? No. Like that term? No, no I don't think so. Yeah, I feel like it's a, it's a new term. And I think it's good. I think it's good that we like, we talk about it because it's so important, you know, like, and I kind of don't really like the idea of like, well, we need to do it so that we can care for others better because that kind of makes it seem like it's not valuable in and of itself. Yeah. But it is a true, it is a true statement, you yeah. know, like if we care for ourselves, we can care for everybody that we're trying to care for so well better. But over and above that, I think it has value just, just in and of itself that, Hey, we're worthy of care. Yeah. 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 And like, you can't pour from an empty cup, right? Like it's, it's kind of hard to help other people when you're feeling deficient or, you know, lacking or just like totally worn out as, as yourself. Yeah. Well, let's talk about some of the forms of self-care that we use or that we know other people use. Nicole, I, I would love to start with you and your categorizing of, of some that you said that things that make you happy, but they're not so good for you. And the other one was what things you should do and that are good for you, but you put off. Yeah, or that are harder to get going. So I think the, yeah. the first things like the first category are things that like make me supremely happy that aren't maybe necessarily like optimal for health would be like drinking wine and watching the real housewives of new jersey (laughs) but that doesn't have health benefits i love that like a (laughs) glass of sauvignon blanc and like watching these girls freak out and throw wine glasses makes me so happy (laughs) i i can't even explain it but this just some and my husband will roll his eyes being like what are you watching and it's like walk out this is like leave me alone this is the best thing ever (laughs) but like tv i'm not a huge tv watcher i love tv but i just don't have a ton of time so obviously like when tv is not the most optimal thing um because you can be doing other things and obviously wine like in moderation is fine but i wouldn't say those are like optimal for health but they're good for like my soul and my sanity Um, And then other things that you have to push yourself to. And luckily now, like meditation for me is one of those things that like, I was like, oh, I should be doing that. Like that should work. I should be doing that. I hear it's good for me. Mm -hmm. All the, you know, top successful people in the world meditate. I should do that. Um, It wasn't until I actually like really started to learn about it and see the benefits. And now it's not necessarily something I have to push myself to do. But for a while I had to. Um, and now it's sort of just ingrained in my routine, but that's something that y'all should be doing, you know, like shit on yourself. 
So, Nicole, how often um, do you meditate? It depends on the meditation that day, but the average is like 12, 13 minutes. Okay, that seems like a long time. You know, Sam, you meditate as well, right? You're doing I a meditation am. challenge yes. right now, current, correct? Okay, ladies. So, so fill me in some on meditation. I don't think I've ever meditated. Um, I've certainly never done it for 12 minutes. What, what does that look like? Sam, when you meditate, what is, what is um, it like? What do you do? Well, so I'm still like getting into the habit of it. So I'm in the phase that Nicole talked about, like the should, like I sh- fuck, I should do this. And the only mm. reason why I've actually been consistent with it is because I have to post every time I do it on my story. So <laughs> I have, <laughs> yeah they stories are great so, for that um but yesterday actually I found myself being really stressed out about all the stuff I had to do and I um I think Buddha said like if you need to t- um if you don't have an hour or like no if you if you're stressed out and you don't have five minutes to meditate you should meditate for an hour or something like that and I was like, whoa, oh. it kind of blew my mind. So yesterday I meditated for 10 minutes when I only had an hour to do work and it was very refreshing. So I pretty much sit on my floor. I have like, I have a skylight in my room. So just sit on my floor and I use an, mm-hmm. like a guided meditation app and just let the dude talk. And I just sit there and listen to him and breathe. And yeah. And what kind of things is, what um, kind of things is it depends. So there's different types of meditation. So like to start, you'll usually start with like a breathing technique and like slowing down, being aware of your body and any tension that you're holding. Um, and then like, you know, have you close your eyes and then just breathe and focus on the out breath, like um, exhaling any negativity or any like weight from the day. <laughs> Um, and then he'll kind of guide you through depending, like there's different topics. There's, there's like un untopicked meditations. Um, it's a, there's a pretty wide variety of like what you can do, but yeah. And so does he tell you to think about certain things? Or are you supposed to, um, think it depends. So I would say like, I don't know, Nicole, you can probably, maybe you can agree, but I think meditation is like super different for everyone. Like there's no right way to do it. Like I, I didn't think like I would go on a daily walk and that's like a form of meditation for me. Now I'm realizing it. It's just because like Mm. you might be thinking, but you're almost like stepping outside of you and you're like, you aren't your thoughts. Your thoughts are just there, but you can choose to like latch onto those thoughts. So like he talks about in the meditation, he talks about your thoughts being like clouds in the sky and they're just passing. And so you have the choice to latch onto those thoughts and then, you know, have emotions with those thoughts or just let them pass by. Interesting. Yeah, my thoughts never feel like clouds. They feel like, I don't know, like elephants <laughs> See, you my house or <laughs> I know. I have to tell you, I've never tried meditation. And I think it's because I think I would be supremely well, bad at meditating. Like, as, I, as crazy as you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's a compliment thank you <laughs> Nicole, Nicole um well what is your meditation well like? first what off, is it Kim, like when you, you probably will be bad when you start but it's like anything you have to put your reps in so the more you do it the better you're mm. gonna get at it um for me so my meditations are usually always different so it depends on what's going on in my life um my most popular go-to one is just like a chakra healing meditation where I'm just like sort of restoring my energy balances and I'm going through each chakra and I'm, you know, concentrating on each one of those. 
that's my favorite go-to one. If I don't have like something specific to work on, um, sometimes, and like, have you ever had like someone in your life who's like sort of annoying to you and they bother you for some reason and you find yourself thinking about them and they haven't really Mm-hmm. done anything to you or really done anything wrong but like you find that you're totally aggravated by them like if, if that happens to me I'll do a meditation and it's all guided um I use Gabby Bernstein's I'm in her like meditation group so I'll use hers like I'll go through a guided meditation and I'll think about that person and I'll think about what's bothering me and what always comes up at the end of that meditation is I'm aggravated with that person for a specific reason that has nothing to do with them and it has everything to do with me and usually some sort of limiting belief I have about myself and so that's when like my meditation is really purposeful or um, if there's a decision I need to make or something that's really weighing on me I'll meditate on it and I'll let whatever is going to come up come up um, oh now, when you say you'll meditate on it, what that does that means, mean? Like, really what does that look like? Thinking about the topic, like getting everything else out of my brain and really just letting like everything be quiet and seeing what comes up. And are you sitting in a special spot doing something when all this happens? Either on the floor or on my chair. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, or I'll do abundance. I'll do abundance and so, ones. I'll do affirmation ones. Those are like just like? talking about how abundance avail- is available to me now. Um, there's enough to go around for everyone. I deserve this. Like thing, like affirmations, things that just like make you feel good about yourself and just reinforce what you know. But that, I mean, think about all. Like, have you ever thought about all the negative thoughts you tell yourself every single day? That it, mm-hmm. it's just reinforcing and getting rid of those negative thoughts and just helping you with that because. And so how long um, have you been meditating, gosh, Nicole? Probably about one year now. And what are some of like, what are like the main benefits when you think like, this is why I love doing this. Like what, um, I think confidence, I think um, making decisions, relationships with people, relationships with myself, yeah, I I mean I've had some I've had some like really like I've had some people in my life that just like really have gotten under my skin and learning that it's really not about them and it's really about me has been such a like I've been able to completely change relationships with some people and I think that's probably wow. one of the biggest benefits. Um and also like believing in myself and and figuring out things that like I wouldn't have figured out on my own and I probably would have stayed stuck and thought I'm just not making pro it's just not happening for me like it's just meant to be and that's not the case at all it's my limiting beliefs and everything that has happened to me everything that's happened in the beginning of my life is setting you know affecting my life later on and so you know addressing those and meditating on those has really helped me in the last year I would say it has completely changed my life like 100 yeah Wow. Now, Sam, I know you're newer to meditation, but what are the benefits that Um, you find? Well, I think, so I actually had been really good about meditating like a few years ago and I kind of fell off of it. Oh, okay. And then just because I was like, oh, I don't have enough time, but really 
I probably that's probably when I should have been doing it the most, but that's okay. Um, so getting back into it, it's been what today is the ninth or the eighth. Um, <clears throat> I think helping me de-stress and just like have perspective on things because I think me or anyone really like we have a tendency to like over dramatize or like make these stories that really aren't that big of a deal like way bigger of a deal in our heads um and so Mm -hmm. it's it's kind of like almost humbling to just step back and take a deep breath and observe the situation like almost objectively I mean you can never really be fully objective but just a little bit more perspective on the situation Mm -hmm. and and look like turn inward and be like what am I doing in this situation that's frustrating me or that's getting me down or that's stressing me out that I can fix or that I can work on um so I think like just turning inward and being responsive rather than like reactive to situations has been something it's helped me a lot with um yeah now, what would you ladies say people should do if they hear this? And they're like, maybe, maybe I should try this meditation thing. What's a good way for somebody to start? What's the start with source? one minute a day. And how do you do it? Like one minute of what? Like if you told me to start with one minute of meditating a day, I wouldn't know what the first, I wouldn't know what to do. So like do, you, do, you, do you get a book? Do you go to I a think, website? Well, like what do you I do? I, Nicole, what do you use? Um, I, so I do all of Gabby Bernstein's oh, guided okay. meditations. I did start with the, um, and I'm forgetting with the Headspace, Headspace? app. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's what I originally started okay. with. But, and I liked it for like the focus stuff, but I really, so like, I really wanted to go on a spiritual journey, not to get all woo woo on you guys. Like, okay. I'm reading the book, of course, of miracles. <laughs> like I'm like, I'm like spirit junkie right now. Um, I would say go oh. for like free resources, like um, Gabby Bernstein's website. Like you can get free meditations. You can get blog posts, like, really read about it. And um, yeah, try the Headspace app. I think it does cost money, like you get a free trial. Um, but there's a lot of good free resources out there too. And like on YouTube, you can find meditation videos as well. Yeah, that's how I started was I just googled one minute meditation. Awesome. Um, and there's so many free things. Okay. If actually if you I, I started doing this thing called triangle breathing. And it's a YouTube video. It's one minute long and it's super easy. It's just like a triangle on a a black triangle line work on a white background. And as you breathe in, the triangle expands. And as you breathe out, it contracts. And so you just follow the triangle with your breath. And really all it does is get you to just slow down and just focus on your breath. It's so easy. It's Yeah, just one minute. And you do it for Um, one minute. I bet, I bet that minute it, feels I, long. I mean, though. I don't think it does because, yeah, like, by the no? time you hit start and, like, you're really, like, settling down, you're, it's already over. Um, and sometimes I'm like, okay. oh, I'm going to hit replay <laughs> and do two minutes. It's like rebel, you know. Um, all right. I'm going I'm to try that. I'm going to commit to try that. This all kind of overwhelms me a bit. I just can't imagine ha- being yeah. still for I that think, long. I mean, I felt the, in I my felt mind, the same way for but sure. But I think I could benefit from I it. I do have a lot of energy and so I was like I can't sit still for more than 10 seconds I'm always talking and moving <laughs> but um yes the talking yeah. for me it's the talking yeah. and thinking but I have noticed you know just being yeah, cool. but I probably I have use noticed it. like my demeanor not that it's changed but I think I rather than <coughs> like, when someone says something like, to me or with me I'll like t- pause 
and then answer. And even that little pause is yeah. like a sign like, oh, wow, like this is working. It's helping me just like, I don't know, just accept what they're saying. Think about it for like more than no seconds, you know, and then be able to give a thoughtful response. Well, that's, that's yeah. huge. That's actually really huge. So let's talk about some other forms of self-care. Who gave us this one? That was you, Nicole. Sam, what's another form of self-care that you um, like to I, use? Oh, man. I have a tie between my next two. All right. Um, I think <laughs> going out for walks in some type of nature, even if it's like, I mean, I live in the city, mm. so I have to go find trees, but like I'll go find a park <laughs> and like walk around in it. Um, okay. Sometimes I'll listen to a podcast. Sometimes I'll listen to music. Sometimes I'll go without my phone and just walk. Uh, but just getting outside and moving in trees is like, oh man, I come back like, why don't I do that every day? It's so amazing. Yeah. So the nature yes. piece is especially important to you. Yeah. Not. Got it. Got it. Yeah, that's why I need to force myself to do more too. You know, I get really busy with work, and it's so easy to justify just continuing yeah. to like work it's it's really easy to do that Nicole um, do you ever take no. walks like that no that's not yeah that's not a good no. for you <laughs> Sam when you when you come back oh, do yeah. you find that you're more focused like, it, it's what I mean it's pretty much like the same feeling I get after I finish meditation even but more so usually okay um yeah and really I mean I, I guess it's like you're exercising I mean it's still to a lesser degree but you're still exercising so you're gonna get some like feel-good hormones you know um and I think mm-hmm. just knowing like okay I can go for a 10-minute walk like it's gonna be okay you know like time expands to whatever like volume there is so if I now have 50 minutes to do a task I'll probably get it done in even better you know because I'm focused and I'm not freaking out about it wow yeah, I totally believe that. I don't <laughs> well, do that. But I totally believe that. I we, I, we are like, it, there's so much mental, like, there's so much resistance against starting it. Like, there's a lot of friction. You have to put your shoes on. You have to yeah. depend on how cold it yeah. is. You have to put on your layers. Lock the door. Yeah. Do you yeah, walk even when I it's do. cold? Yeah. I mean, you I do. hate it. All right. You just, you just inspired me, Sam. I'm going to do it today. I've do got it. my shoes on already. Before I work out, I'm going to go outside and walk around. And I have a great neighborhood. Yeah. There's plenty of trees yeah. here. And, and I think starting <laughs> small, like anything, right? Like with it, whether it be wh- whatever. Just telling yeah. yourself. Yeah. I don't I need mean, to go for an hour walk. Thing. I don't even want to do that. Um, and sometimes what I'll do too is like have a small amount of time. Like, okay, I'm going to go walk for five minutes. That five minutes will turn into 25 minutes because I'm just enjoying myself. Like mm-hmm, you kind of get lost mm-hmm. in, in like the happiness yeah. of the experience. Um or, like, adding little pit stops along the way. Like, sometimes it'll be like, oh, I'm going to pop to the grocery store and, like, pick up some eggs. I don't know. And then come back. So it doesn't feel mm-hmm. in my head. It's not like, you know, like, you can you can also be productive. You don't have to feel like you just are doing this yeah. just to do it. But you can. I mean, I, I think that that's really beneficial to not have a reason, you know, j- other than just feeling good. Now, do you ever walk with other people? Do you ever meet up with people or do you prefer it on your um, own? I do. I have like walking dates. Um, those are fun because you're simultaneously like moving and feeling good and getting to catch up with a friend or whatever um, or like an actual date. Yeah. That's actually a great date idea is like getting a drink, like getting coffee or something and then going for a walk because 
you're just moving, you know, um, rather than like getting a copy and sitting, it's just, if it's, if you have the, the means to do it, mm-hmm. like buy, just go for a walk. Like it's just so nice. So, yeah. Yeah. I, you know, I actually like the idea of, you know what, Sam, I want to have a walking date with you sometime. I want to go out for a walk yeah, and call I, you. I, I do that with my client phone. calls. Whenever I Let's have a do that. I can call, I go for a walk. Oh, really? Oh, see, I never do that because I always feel like I need to like be here in front of my computer or something in case I want well, to get notes. Well, I, I can't remember I open anything. the notes app on my phone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. So you just yeah. take some notes. Yeah. That's a good idea. I can do that. That's a really good idea. I should so, do that more often. All right. <laughs> you guys are inspiring me to do all kinds of good things here today. Before we know, so far I've got everything we talked about. I'm going to meditate and I'm going to walk. Let's go on. Nicole, what's what's another form of self-care you like? What else do I need to do in my life? Um, Well, I feel like my biggest one lately, um, the last few months has, and I don't even know if this is self-care, but I've actually really limited social media. Like I would say I've cut back 75%. And I think mentally it's just, it's helped me like stop comparing and it's helped me with my business immensely. Like, so that's been a huge, I think that so? I just get into this comparison trap with other professionals where I'm like, well, I should be doing this and I should be doing that. And, and I would get like very distracted mm. by shiny objects and constantly feeling like I wasn't doing <laughs> enough. Um, and I sort of like, right. And it, this is like other things too. Like I, I feel like in Q4 of last year, I sort of was like I, enough. Like I want it all gone. Like um, what the Q4? fourth quarter? <laughs> oh, <laughs> she's such an accountant. Are you speaking accounting to me here? She is you such totally an slipped into accountant mode there. In Q4. In Q4. I know, this is, this is <laughs> like, I think of my life in seasons in quarters. That's hilarious. That you I do. You my life is like my year is like split up into quarters. That's like how I think about my life. <laughs> and that's um, fantastic. <laughs> all right. So what's I, happening? I kind of just like shut it all off. I was like, I'm not going to be on social media every like all the time. Yes, I would love to read everybody I know. I would love to read all their stuff. I would love to comment on it all the time and be supportive, but I can't. Wait, you're still <laughs> reading my once stuff, in a while. Right? <laughs> I do once in a while go on and like I'll purposely read specific people's things because I want to be supportive but before it was like I was trying to be so supportive just to maintain relationships and make connections but it was at the expense of like my sanity and my happiness Um, and so I've gotten rid of that and saying no to things has been a huge self-care thing to me Mm, yeah that's really big yeah so I agree with the social media. I've done a bit of a social media detox. I did not, I don't have not given up my social media time. I really, I'm on there a ton. And, but I will say I have stopped following people who I didn't feel good after reading their stuff. Yeah. You're know, talking about comparison stuff. People who are like, I would read their stuff and not feel like uplifted or inspired or like, you know, yeah, I would feel kind of like down mm-hmm, or yeah. doubting myself or that kind of stuff. I unfollow those people. It, it, it yeah. serves no purpose in my life. So I think that's a hugely, a hugely important thing for people to do. What about you, Sam? Um, Anything to say on this I topic? Think I, I have actually been trying to put my phone away a lot when I'm working um, because I have the tendency to like go back and forth between my phone and my computer. And so if I just put my phone on yeah. its face and I've been actually a feature that I kind of forgot about on your phone is like the do not disturb. I've been leaving that on all day, like sometimes unintentionally, mm. which 
the only notifications I have on are um, like texts and phone calls. I shut. I don't have anything else on because I my phone would probably explode, and so I just like, <laughs> shut everything else off. And it's really nice because you know, like the people are still gonna be there. Like no one's gonna die. It's gonna be okay. <laughs> you know, but for some reason, yeah. I think there's just like such a like this urgency mindset. Like oh, but what if they comment? Like oh, oh yeah, you know? and, and I think. I mean, I'm, I fall guilty to that, of course. Um, and it's like, yeah. Sam, I don't know if you remember, but until I was up staying with you in Boston, <laughs> I had notifications on for Instagram. It had never occurred to me to turn them off. And one time you looked yeah. at my phone and you're like, Nicole, you crazy? Nicole, Kim had <laughs> all of her Instagram <laughs> notifications on. This girl's got like a bajillion followers never... and she's... she's... <laughs> Oh my gosh. <laughs> and all the noise in my head. I was like wondering what's going on. She said, like, turn that <laughs> off right now. Oh my god. You kept it off, right? <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, it's off now. I it was like it was like it's life is so funny. funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That white yeah. noise. Um I think <laughs> the other thing too with social media is just not doing which I'm still working on I will say it's actually been a lot harder for me than I thought is not doing the mindless scrolling like going on there with intention whether mm-hmm. that be to check my post and yes. like, see if anyone commented that I want to respond to and like say thanks for commenting because I try to like respond to every comment if I can and then like DMs mm-hmm. and stuff like that but I don't I try not to just open the app just to open the app and kill time like if I have yeah time to kill which yeah I don't really know that if that really exists but like you know if I'm in a moment (laughs) of stillness or like between things I'll try to just not use Instagram to fill the gap yeah I think that's I think that takes practice to not do once you've gotten into the habit of doing it I think that's the default for so many people like they just pick up social media and start scrolling and I think actually observing other people do it made me realize how much I do it so I've really tried to scale back and I I've now been putting my phone away like when I hang out with friends or you know if I'm whatever like just not not by myself because yeah I don't want to spend my time like that like I want to spend my time present with those people yeah absolutely I love that I love that all right, Nicole, I think we're okay. back to you, right? Um, we what else? You? Well, speaking of quarters, once a quarter, I take a bubble bath. <laughs> that out there. Oh, really? <laughs> once a quarter, if and you people, schedule it in? People who watch my Instagram stories every day, they, they know when the quarterly bubble bath comes, I'll get like DMs. They're like, your quarterly bubble bath. <laughs> <laughs> I literally oh, write, that's okay, so guys, it's time I... for my quarterly bubble bath because my kids – the idea of me being up in my bathroom, taking a bubble bath, enjoying myself, makes them want to murder people. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure. Yeah, that is their cue to need everything so like, under the sun. Literally, I have to have an empty house, and I have to just not be so tired that I want to go to bed. And I'm like, oh, I could take a bath right yeah. now. Um, so that is something that makes me supremely happy. Before children, I, I used to take like five baths a week. Like, on top of my seven to eight normal showers, like, I would just up. It's, like, my favorite yeah. thing to do in the whole world. Yeah, my best friend is like that. She's always taking a bath. I have to tell you, I can count on one hand the number of times oh my in my God. life I've taken a bath, like, since I yeah. was a kid. I don't do that. Sam, do you take no, a bath? No, they kind of freak me out a little. I took one. I took one at my parents' house. <laughs> 
I don't know. I Why told one of my friends I was like a few months ago and I fell asleep by accident. And then, <gasps> which, I mean, it, it wasn't that bad. It's not like I drowned, but it was a little nervous. <laughs> no. <laughs> you would have yeah. probably woken up if you went underwater. I took bath, which was amazing. Like, it felt good. But I just, I don't like sitting in my own, like, filth. That's what it feels like. You know, even though I'm, like, not that dirty. <laughs> just, like. <laughs> yeah. yeah just to be clear i mean I'm i only shower once a week but <laughs> <laughs> interesting yeah i that's one of those things you always see on the list of like what to do if you're stressed take a bubble bath and it's one i just can't relate to because i can't imagine in a million years like taking the time to like if i was stressed like go upstairs and like first of all i don't like to be cold so the idea of just like taking my clothes <laughs> off and like getting in a bath you know getting being cold before you get in being cold again when you get out that's oh my God. terrible to me the moment the <laughs> moment when i like go like sink into the tub with i like super hot water there's like 30 yeah. seconds of like i would oh, like that part that's like the best feeling <laughs> the best and now you need to take a dang bath can I don't know. I don't know if I can put that on my list. That's just not so Can you take a bath? You know what I like to do? (laughs) (laughs) Make sure you're fully submerged. How can I do Lots of bubbles. And then, and then, and the next thing we know, I need to buy a new phone. (laughs) That's what I predict happening. (laughs) That's how I see that going down. I'm dropping my phone in the bubble bath. Yeah, I don't know that I'll be doing the bath thing. Do you know what, for me, one of the, my main forms of self-care is, is putting my, I have, I really like pajamas. Like I like them a lot. And so putting on really warm pajamas so makes me super happy. Like, oh my God. Every day I'm pajamas. happy about it. So, and so I, no, I don't like you them. You don't at all? Weird. <laughs> I love pajamas. So really? Okay. So Sam, I, not to be too personal, but do you No, no, it's not too personal. Um, I've tried sleeping naked. It's okay. not. I just feel like I'm going to pee myself all the time when I'm like fully naked. I don't know why. Like, they're just. <laughs> oh, I thought you meant, I thought you meant if you wear pajamas. <laughs> no, no, no. You no. Pajamas. Uh, no. I'm like, it doesn't even make so sense. I have to like have something between <laughs> oh, okay. me and the sheets. Like, it's just like, you know, I mean, okay. obviously there's. So you yeah, wear clothes. I so just, just wear, wear regular clothes. as minimal amount of clothes in bed, if that makes sense. So depending on the situation. Mm. Yes. Oh my gosh. I just love really warm. Most of my pajamas are like sweats, but they are warm and I just love them. And it's a really good day if I could put them on like at three. <laughs> I did yesterday I totally I finished my workout I didn't have anybody else I needed to see and so I put my pajamas on and kept working and there's there is no better feeling than taking off jeans and putting on comfortable pants oh yes one of the best I totally (laughs) I totally totally agree so besides pajamas one of the other big things that I've been working on as far as self-care is sleep I think getting good quality and good quantity of sleep is so important. And it can be really challenging to do. Um, Sam, I know you had struggled with sleep and you sent me a good book on it. Tell us about you and sleep. What You've been getting a lot recently. How well, have you made that happen? Um, I just started prioritizing it. To be honest, I really neglected mm. my own sleep because I was just working way too much. And... So I think, like Nicole was saying, she's on this, like, spiritual journey. I would say that 
I'm more now doing some emotional, like deeper emotional work. And part of that is understanding why I have such a bad work-life balance. And so really just taking Mm. the eight hours I need to sleep so that I can like show up and feel good. And yeah, so I've just been trying to go to bed consistently between... I want to say 10 and 11, but it doesn't happen. So it's more like 10.30 and 11.30. And then um, getting up. I usually get up at like between 7 and 8, depending on the day. Um, And I'm going to slowly start sliding that scale back. So I go to bed earlier and wake up earlier. But for now, that's working. And so I just want to like try to keep that mojo going because it feels good to like wake up before your alarm and feel refreshed like I've never had that before mm. in the past yeah, yeah that, that, that never happens like, to me that sucks <laughs> like I don't want to get up you know um yeah but I think getting into a consistent sleep schedule now do you have a routine in the evening like a sleep routine that you go through or do you just like say like I do have right, a sleep routine um I will make tea I'm like so obsessed with tea before bed I don't know why I think because I like being warm as well so that's nice um yeah tea like brush my teeth wash my face if I need to um and then I'll hop into bed I'll probably do some mindless scrolling I'm still guilty of that and then I'll put my phone away Mm. and I'll read I'll I'll read whatever I'm reading for between I tell myself just one page and then that usually turns into like 30 so um (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah reading before bed really helps me like wind down and I'll put on my uh I have like an essential oil diffuser and that is really helpful oh. in like breathing and just like getting all the goodness out of essential oils so <coughs> Nicole how about you is sleep something you've prioritized is this something that you use as a form of self-care or is, is it um nope I get at least eight hours every single night um if I don't then I'm a raging bitch <laughs> Man, you ladies are together. <laughs> I'm so impressed. Um, but I also, you know, my kids are six and four now. So I did spend years getting a lot of disruptive sleep. My kids just started yeah. falling asleep in their own beds without me or my husband having to lie with them, without them sneaking in in the middle of the night. Um, so right. sleep to me is like. That is a good moment where it's just like, they're oh, in they're in bed. bed. Yeah, good. It's done. That, that is yeah, a really I, I mean, good I'm moment. I'm asleep every night by 10 o'clock would be late for me. Yeah. So most wow. nights I'm, I'm asleep by nine o'clock. Like I just love my sleep. My daughter, um, she's sleeping later now, but she used to get up between five and five 30. So I had to get to bed then because I have to get up with her, but that has made me a huge morning person. So, um, I like my mornings to like She's up, but I can sit and have my coffee and reply to DMs and reply to emails and just sort of like have an hour before I even have to think about getting in the shower and getting them ready for school. So I I like Mm -hmm. that morning time now. Yeah. Nice. And what is your nighttime routine Um, like? Well, same, Sam, like I, you know, wash my face and brush my teeth and I floss. I'm obsessed with flossing. Oh my gosh, I can't go to bed without flossing. It makes me want to just like throw up and die. Um, <laughs> <laughs> to all those people who don't floss before bed, you are so nasty. Let me tell you. 
I'm just going to pretend that I floss before bed every night. Nice <laughs> um, I, I putting it on my list. I've got a really long list of stuff I need to start yeah, doing. I, here. And I fill a humidifier. Like I have to have a humidifier in the winter. Humidifier is a game changer. I just got one too. Yeah, you have you have if you have allergies really? or like your any sort of dryness. So like the humidity in New England in the winter is like 24 percent. It's 26 in the Sahara Desert. So it gets, yeah, it gets very wow. dry here in the winter. So we all have humidifiers in our room. So I have to do that. I also have a white noise machine. So my white noise machine has to be on. Yeah. And this is like just a product of the kids being babies and needing the white noise machines in their room. Now we all need them to fall asleep. So I set that. And then I sort of do like a last minute check on my phone. Like um, I have a Facebook nutrition challenge right now that I run every six weeks. And so usually the ladies are posting at night before they go to bed. So I'll like just go on and reply to anybody that's posted. And then I'm literally just, I'm done. I'm going to bed. That's it. That's great. Oh, wait, I forgot about one thing that, that might be helpful or maybe you guys do it too. Um, Making a to-do list for the next day. Yes. That is yeah. a really yeah. good one, Sam. When I don't That's do a it, really I'm good like, one. I am so mad at myself mm-hmm. and I don't um like have almost like I don't have control over my day when I wake up. Like I don't know what the hell I'm doing even though I could yes. just make the list in the morning for some mm-hmm. reason I just I can't get it together. If I make a list, even if it's a small list before I go to bed, I feel mm-hmm. like when I go when I wake up I'm like, "Oh, I know what I'm doing." Like it's just this sense of knowing that you're in like you're in the driver's seat of your day. Yeah. Well, you can just hit the ground running, especially because when you've made the list, it's already now clear in your mind, like, this is what I'm going to do. Where if you wait until the morning, there's a lot of ambiguity. And I don't know, I agree with you. And I I was really, really good at that. And I'm kind of sporadic now. I still do it. I'm I Yeah, I still do it. And the days that I do it go so much better. I get so much more accomplished earlier on. And don't feel like I'm right. Yeah, I, think, I do a list every day before I leave my office. Yeah, the list for the next day is done. So I don't take that list home with me for family time. Because that's a big thing too. It's like, work is over. Now it's family time. Like that has to be separate. Mm. Yeah, that's really yeah. Good. Very good. Very good. All oh, right. Well, so have, what else? I have a few. What other forms? Mm-hmm. Um, oh, you have something good? So for females, or actually, well, Okay, I'll just group this into one category, like massage or facial or like getting your brows done or whatever. Like, um, Mm -hmm. and I've been taking that way more seriously. Like I I used to think of it as I think it's still a luxury, but I used to think of it as something that people like me didn't do and put myself into like this. Well, Mm. I don't I'm not deserving of that. Like, I don't know. Like, you know, like I only Mm. people that are like. I don't know. I just didn't think that I could have those things. And so okay. I have a really good friend who is an esthetician and I have now made friends with a massage therapist. And so I think being, oh. becoming like friendly with those people has made me appreciate and value like their services more and it makes me want to do it more. So mm-hmm. I've been doing, I've been mm-hmm. getting a massage every two weeks and I've been, yeah, what yeah. every two weeks that's amazing yeah, I, I go monthly um have been doing that and that's like I know like it's expensive it is like but my quality of life like mm-hmm. dramatically increases after that session especially 100% for the amount, agree like, with you. that we're you know 100% we're, we're pretty active people so um like I need it you know? yeah 
Now, do you, what kind of massage do you get? Do you get, um, like, a Yeah, it's, massage? like, between, like, a sports massage and, like, a deep tissue. I don't know. She just shoves her elbow in my back, pretty okay. much, and, like... <laughs> Whatever yeah, takes yeah. Calm and she gets out all, the, the, all those kinks. <laughs> um, but, and I think her just yeah. being honest with me and, and, like, say, I'm, like, you can't just keep lifting and never, like, give your body some time to recover. And, like, you need to, you need to, like, work this shit out. And the more you do it, the better it mm-hmm. will be. Like, just, like, anything. Like, being consistent with massage will make the knots not so bad and not the tension in your neck awful. And I used yeah. to just, I wouldn't, I just never saw it like that. I was like, oh, like, I'll get it, like, once a year. I literally would get a massage maybe once a year, if if not, like, ever. So wow. taking that seriously and um, and doing the fa- doing facials too. I totally yeah. believe in that for sure. Like massage is huge for me. I get massage. I have a massage therapist. I oh, have a yeah. chiropractor. They're like my they're like my whole. This is what yeah. makes my body feel good. Team. So I go to doctor. Doctor Ted is my chiropractor, and he adjusts me. And he also has all these amazing tools in his office, like a rolling table. Like you lay on the table, and it's like a form of massage, yes. and it rolls on your back. And then he has a he has a water therapy table, so you lay on it, and it's almost like a water bed. And then it shoots hot it not hot it shoots hard jets of water up at your back, so you don't get wet because you're 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 in your clothes. But it's like the pressure of the water hits your back. That's amazing. And so I do all of that stuff, and then I go get a massage, and it really makes me feel and move wow, so much. That better. sounds me amazing. Yeah, I'm coming over. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you come on down. We'll go see Dr. Ted and Mark. Yeah. That's, that's, that's my team. <laughs> that's that's my like main form of self-care is my massage and my chiropractic. Yeah, like, I love it. It's really nice. But... Nicole, do you um, do any I of those do things? I do the chiropractor every other week. Um, wow, yes. every well, other week. Well, it did hurt my back this summer. And so my back is fine now, but I just like going <laughs> Um, cause I just like getting the adjustment and sometimes I feel like other things come up. Like I've recently experienced vertigo and my chiropractor helped me with that. When my sinuses are yeah. full, she has like this thing for your face to do. So wait a minute, the chiropractor yeah. does a sinus thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I got to so ask this, about like, that. Little gun, they like point at your sinuses and it's weird, but <laughs> All right, that, that sounds terrible, um, but okay. <laughs> but I just find it's good for me. And she is a former CrossFitter, so she knows, like, whenever – she always finds things that are tight. She t- will tell me what exercises to do to help with different things. And so her having that experience and me being – like, I have to foam roll and do trigger point release on the lacrosse ball every single day. Um, so her having that experience yeah. and just, like, knowing my body – has helped me and it makes me it does make me feel like I'm taking better care of my body so yeah I just continue to go every other week um and she's great she's not like one of those chiropractors who are like you have to come and do this like she's never asked me to come back once Mm -hmm. and it's like seven months later and I still I'm like I'm coming back (laughs) so for me yeah it's a good thing and massage we have like a massage therapist at our gym that comes like every Thursday and I used to go like once every couple months and I really haven't been going like I'll go once in a while when like up at the spa when we ski or like on vacation but I don't do a good job about massage Mm. I should though well you can put that on your should should some massage on me (laughs) should some massage on yourself (laughs) 
Now, so the other thing you mentioned there, Nicole, is, is something else that's really big on my list of self-care, which is the foam rolling and the trigger point yeah. uh, release. I do that Me literally too. every Sometimes day. twice a day. And again, it's yeah. one of it's, Yeah. It's, I, we keep, I, keep, um, I keep a foam roller up in my living room, and then down in my gym, I have a foam roller, and then I have my AccuMobility ball, and I have lacrosse balls yeah. all over my house. Um, that's but I do them all so over. in my office, I have a I, foam roller and a lacrosse ball at my home gym. I have all of that stuff, um, up at our, like, I usually have a lacrosse ball in like my laptop bag, like, cause you just never know when you're going to need it. I have the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I definitely travel around with mine, bring it with me all over. Love it. It really does just make the quality of how I feel and yeah. move yeah, so much sure. better. So guys. For sure. I have so you one do. self-care yeah. thing that I think like probably most, I think this is a female thing. I'm just going to call out all you bitches. Um, <laughs> we <laughs> do not make sex a priority, even though it's totally self-care, self-care for our bodies, self-care for our relationships. But I think that when the work is done, the household stuff is done, the kids are done, all of that stuff, we're exhausted, and, like, that's the last thing we want to do. Um, but I don't know if, about you guys, but, like, if it's something that you make a priority, it ends up being, like, a really great tool for self-care. Like, what do you guys think? That is – I have never considered that a form of self-care. That is very interesting, Yeah, well, I'm Nicole. describing it right now. Very interesting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're putting that on my you list, too. a bubble bath, and then you Dang, this list later, is long. Okay? <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> Oh, Sam, did you write list. that down on your list? <laughs> so good. No, I was speaking of that. I was actually just talking to, well, you guys all know her, Marcy, about this. Um, I was listening to a podcast recently on like depriving yourself of pleasure, not just like sexually, but in, in any way, like whether it be through food or through relationships or human interaction or connection. And um, it was, I think it was on Christine Hassler's podcast. I don't know if you guys listened to her. She no, is incredible and highly recommend listening to her podcast on everything like self-care, um, real, like it's, she basically is giving you the tools you need to, um, move forward with self-care and just like do some dig, um, digging deep into your, to yourself. And she talks about that as like something that can be overlooked as a form of whether it be self-care or like just straight up pleasure like if you deprive yourself of that you'll look for pleasure in other ways which might not be as good like turn to emotional eating to give you the the pleasure that like sex or something else would and it was super fascinating to hear that because I never like placed eating emotionally and having sex in the same category you know as like giving you the reward or not at all but it is like it's so true like if you if that's out of balance then you're going to lean more towards something else whether that be food or whether that be like just destructive you know Mm -hmm. tendencies or whatever um so when you said that Nicole I was like oh wow that's that is so that like I'm just I was just making that discovery this this week actually so yeah yeah that is super interesting you think about it how many women are are, even men are out there watching Netflix and eating ice cream versus taking that extra time to like maybe sit down with your spouse and maybe it's not sex. Maybe it's Mm -hmm. just like having a conversation. We don't do that. I think that's just a byproduct of our busy, crazy lives um, that we turn to like Mm -hmm. the easiest gratification, which is usually like TV and food. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. 
A hundred percent, Nicole, hundred percent. I think with a lot of these things that we've mentioned, it takes a little bit of effort and sometimes, you know, pushing through to actually do just that little step, you know, to like get your sleep routine in order or any of these things that we've talked about. It does feel easier to just pick like, yeah, like wine and real housewives when I should just probably give my husband a blowjob. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we have, we have brought, yes. <laughs> well, we have brought it full circle back to the wine and um, right back to those crazy housewives, <laughs> me included. <laughs> I feel like maybe you should be on that show. You know what? I need to be making more money to be on that show. (laughs) These ladies have some mansions fancy cars. All right. Well, I feel like we have given everybody a nice long list of varied options (laughs) for self-care. I think think like like we all said too, it's like you don't need to go like zero to a hundred with anything. Yeah. Um, just remembering yeah. like we all have things that we can all like the three of us, all there's something from that list that we could probably all work on, if not multiple things. <laughs> yes. Yes. Many things. Many <laughs> so um yeah. All right, ladies. Well, okay, so let's each pick one. What are you guys gonna work on? What are you gonna add in? Um, I'm going with the walks. I'm going to, I'm going to start taking walks more. I'm going to um, do the whole, like making rules for myself with social media or creating like better habits around social media. Nice. I'm going to add in a Nicole? monthly massage. Cause I like that. I like that idea. Once a month doesn't seem so Love overwhelming it. and like, you know, expensive <laughs> So once a month. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Love it. All right. Well, this has been super fun and productive. Uh, we'll have to check back with each other later about how we're doing on these um, these goals we've just set. Yeah, we can, can do a problem. where are they now? Yeah. Where are they Kids now? Bubble bath. Yeah. There's like a photo of you in the bubble bath with like <laughs> day, day three hundred <laughs> bubble bath challenge. <laughs> Uh, we need a self-care challenge self-care challenge yeah I mean I think in all seriousness though I think that is like how how good things like that start like just starting small and just doing it every day or like going for a walk every day or yeah meditating every day or whatever having sex every day um yeah whatever it is right like just having it start to be more consistent and realizing even though there's friction up front the long-term benefit is like way bigger than the little friction Absolutely. Totally agree. Yes. A hundred percent. I think that is a great place to end it. Fantastic. All right, guys. All right. Cool. We'll catch you next time. Bye. That wraps it up for this episode of the Decades of Strength podcast. I sure hope you enjoyed it and that you found value in it. If you did, I would greatly appreciate it if you would leave a review wherever you're listening. It does help to get this podcast um, in front of more people. Of course, I'd love it if you subscribed so you can always be aware when another episode comes available. Thanks so much for being here, and I'll see you next time on the Decades of Strength podcast.